Oh, so, so you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all right. Hey, hello everyone. It's uh, welcome to yet another episode of the JMA Live Deluxe Podcast. I'm your host, JMA. Uh, Funkus is gonna be kind of late, but we got a little bit of a very special guest today, which you might be familiar with. Some of you might be familiar with. Some of you wouldn't. But uh, it's, he's kind of the big leagues, and his name is Guru Larry, Larry Bondi Jr. He's uh. Hey, yeah, that's that really, really triggers my 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 tingling. But yeah, um, so could you do a little introduction of yourself, just in case there's any newbies to whatever you do or whatever? Uh, okay, well, um, I basically I'm on I'm on the YouTube's and I make videos about anecdotal and sort of weird, bizarre and funny histories of video games, sort of sort of weird things that happened on in the past and stuff like that. And before that, I used to be like a, a TV presenter for gaming shows in the UK and sort of Europe. Well. Yeah, which was like uh, Games Janks Can Wonk, isn't it? Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was an early one. That was for Square Attack. That was yes. Yeah, sort of. I mean, oh. it, it's been like a time where like there was a lot of like public access television or something, or like uh, you know there was like game shows about video games uh, back when yes. there was like literally no internet or anything, right? Yeah, of course. Well, it's, yeah, when it started, uh, satellite television stuff that came out, there was a, a network called Game Network. It was an Italian company originally, but sort of we sort of hijacked it over the years, so it started having UK presenters on it. Yeah, so like we're talking about like uh, mid two thousands, early two thousands, yeah, late two thousands, or I, I joined that about two thousand four. That channel, that network. <clears throat> All right, you know, yeah. To another one, it's about 2007, called X League TV, which is an eSport channel. An eSport channel? E-sport, what about that? Yes, but I don't know. Basically, I used to do everything that wasn't eSport related, so. And it was also more popular as well, strangely, because I don't think eSports. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, another sort of YouTuber tried to make a TV show. You talk about it previously, like, uh, the story of, like, uh, who was his name? Like, uh, uh, what was it? The Game Life. Yeah, game life that that one. Yeah, the yeah you made a and sort of like a part of an episode about that and yeah, like rise and fall video. Yeah, yeah, that that was about it. And like, uh, holy shit, you overtook his throne, his rightful throne, to like having the only existing TV show about video games made from YouTubers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I mean- it's quite. It was a weird time back then. I mean, he got a TV show and he only had six hundred subscribers on YouTube. But like six hundred subscribers was massive back then. You know, you were like PewDiePie with six hundred subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So you know, until eventually he got arrested for like threatening uh, someone to make a mass shooting or something, right? Uh, he threatened to shoot his girlfriend in the same day as that um, that that university shooting in America. Oh, yeah, that's really fucking unfortunate. Yes, incredibly stupid as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, well, I mean, why will you fucking do that? I know, it's just weird. How did you think that was going to go down, really? So... He didn't really think it through, isn't it? No, well, it completely c- killed his career. And, you know, he hasn't really been seen since on, on the internet. And not in any sort of public persona. We just, I see him on Facebook every now and then. Yeah, that's quite a shame, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that... Well, it's more of a shame for his friends on the show as well, because they all got cancelled as well, even though they did absolutely nothing wrong, so... Yeah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's... Who kind of yikesy, kind of... 
kind of oofy, kind of mine, kind of Minecraft oofy or Roblox oofy around yes. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The you know that sound effect from Roblox oofs comes from like a game called um um I think it was like a game about some carob or something. Yeah, I know, I know that Tommy Tallarico sued him or something, or took him, put him to take him to court over it because it was his sound he created. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think I'm kind of familiar with that too. But yeah, um, we're going to start talking about that particular topic. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's about the metaverse. Um, maybe you got some interesting facts about uh, gaming in a metaverse or whatever, you know? Uh, nothing at the moment, really. Nothing I can think of. I think oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I thought you... Okay, everybody go home. Yeah. Um, and like the whole gist of it is that, uh, you know, Fortnite is kind of like the precursor of like, um, the metaverse kind of thing, right? Where yeah. you got like a giant advertising kind of cat billboard kind of thing with all the Marvel characters and Rick and Morty characters. Who, who the fuck will put Rick and Morty in like a Fortnite? I don't know, just throw them off the money. I think they'll accept anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, is that, I mean, that must be a real fucking money maker over there, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, Epic Games really fucking knows about this shit. And, like, the Metaverse thing, um, apparently, so far, it's kind of like a bit of an advertising billboard for other brands or whatever. They've been, like, trying to do this for, like, ages, way before all the Facebook and Meta um mark zuckerberg shit ever did and yeah. even though they did it like sort of maybe around the time vr chat also had like a, its own kind of metaverse thing at, at least mm. yeah i imagine so yeah they yeah. they sort of um made even like a and in fortnite there's like even concerts and all that sort of shit where, like, people can interact with each other and socialize or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's capitalism on the hyper, baby. Yeah. Um, maybe you heard about the news. Maybe it's related to the metaverse. But, like, there's a bit of a AAA game companies interested in this whole sort of NFT business for some other reason. Give you money without them doing any work. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> basically, it's a whole money laundering scam kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So, have have you got like an an interesting fact about that, or? Uh, no, basically, it's a pyramid scam. That is. Well, but I mean, yeah. Unless you if you unless you got in at day one, you're not really going to be making any money from it, unless you could find someone stupid enough to. Oh yeah. Of a monkey from even more from what you pay for it, but you know. I mean, it's the same kind of people who will still buy Ubisoft games, you know. Yeah. Sort of no, no, because no, 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 it's just, you're just paying for a picture that you don't even own. So <laughs> you or you pay for like I don't know some recolor of a gun in like a game from Ubisoft that you don't even own, you know. Yeah. Well, well uh, um, Counter Strike's been doing that for years with their guns and stuff and metal knives. Yeah, but the, it's, 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 these are, like, things you own, you know? Like, the skins in CSGO, like, people own it, isn't it? Yeah, That's the whole... So. I mean, who are you going to show it to as well, these uh, NFTs? Yeah, it's kind of like a completely different thing, isn't it? Mm. And, like, 
You know, like, there's, of course, we got Ubisoft Quartz, which yeah. completely fell in their ass. Do you happen to know why? Or, like, those, it, may, it just was because of the backlash or whatever, it's isn't it? The backlash, I mean, it's so negative towards them at the moment. What were they thinking? I think Team 17 tried to do it as well with Worms, but everybody hated it so much they pulled out. And, <laughs> I mean, what a fucking bad PR disaster. If the, if the rest of, like... Triple A game companies knew what were they were they getting into? Like it's like a pretty unpopular kind of thing, and like holy shit, if they knew where where they're getting into, I mean they will obviously not fucking do it, but no. they're still doing it. Well, they just, just see the money in their eyes, don't they? Dollar signs and that. So obviously, let's jump on this bandwagon, no matter how shitty it is. But I mean, if they saw like whatever a financial potential. They will have with like the NFT shit. Why wouldn't they see the warning signs from like the people hating NFTs? Well, obviously it's like EA, isn't it? Everybody hates EA, but they're still doing the same scummy yeah. tactics. So obviously money's more important than you know honor. Yeah, I remember that line from Jim Stephanie Sterling during the uh the CEO of EA doing like evaluate, evaluate kind of shit. Yeah, like kind of like a, a Doctor Who kind of. Uh, robot kind of shit where he has no emotions or whatever like i feel about that like the majority of executives from like triple a game companies kind of feel that way they they're like probably not human yeah, i mean if you meet bobby kotick in like a fucking building okay burn the whole building down if you have meeting him in a restaurant get away run away from the place entirely if you like you if you're next to him run okay if you if he lives next to you Goddamn demolish the building and burning it down lest you know he's putting around eggs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you don't trust anyone like that. No, 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 no. No, no, absolutely not. But hey, what do you know? It's uh you know, capitalism to the purest. So yeah, I don't know about it. But hey, um there's also like um an attempt from Konami, I guess. There's also like uh Oh yeah, they're doing the uh, Castlevania ones, aren't they? They're doing Wait, are you making a video on the Castlevania NFTs? No, 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 they just I'm just saying they're doing Castlevania NFTs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Map and stuff like that, so. But yeah, there's also like uh um I think it was like um Atari or something that were doing also yeah, NFTs. Yeah, Atari getting into it as well. And, like, they're doing, like, surprise NFTs, right? Like, loot box NFTs, which, I mean, it makes me, <coughs> you know, like, loot box NFTs. Let's make it even more shitty as possible, you know. Loot box NFTs. <laughs> what kind of twisted idea is that? Honestly. Exactly. We're going to fuck you away. We're going to tell you what we're going to fuck you with. Oh, Jesus, like, it's like combining Hitler with Pol Pot at the same fucking time and making, like, a baby out of it, or something like that, I don't know, oh, yeah. but it's horrible. Absolutely. Two horrible things at the same fucking time. That must be really tasty and delicious for all of the majority of executives out there from Atari. Yeah. You, you, you want to guess about what happened in 1983? Oh, nobody knows what happened in 1983, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Now, what are you going to do? Like, bury this NFTs in the Alamogordo desert, desert or whatever? Like, digitally bury them in, like, the internet desert? Like, you, you did all the, like, the million copies of E.T. or whatever? 
Oh, um, do you think there's going to be another Crash like 1983 with this shit? No, no. Just. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, well, there's also like the conflict in Ukraine or whatever. Does that affect anything in the video industry or whatever? Or like, is that gonna influence anything? Uh, a little things. I was supposed to have uh, my new video was supposed to go up yesterday, and it was a sponsor by War Thunder, and I had to pull the video because they Wait. didn't want to be associated with with with, uh, with the Ukrainian war. So, oh, yeah, oh. video up, sir. Yeah, so because like the company is like from Ukraine, isn't it? Yeah. Or like. Well, oh right, shit! Well, you can play as Russian ships and tanks and planes in it as well. So, ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it really sounds like really bad timing over there. Yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. Like, oh, holy shit! Like, I know. I don't get like the majority of like the right wingers trying to larp us like the Russian shit and like everyone cheering on the war efforts. Uh, but I'm not gonna probably detail like uh, on that shit honestly this is like a video game episode is it's like really chill shit you know really chill shit but yeah um i got uh something special that uh, you might heard of this controversy before it's uh the horizon zero um zero or whatever alloy controversy which uh apparently it seems like a bunch of like you know, angry gamers TM or really horny gamers who have no real standards of femininity um, are criticizing Aloy for looking too, too woke in some regard. Okay. Did I, have, did I have, can you be woke in a post-apocalyptic future then, can you? Or? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it, it sounds funny. Like, uh, is even politics involved in, like, the post-apocalypse or, like, any basic idea of, like, current fashion trends or current uh, cultural uh, tribes in the post-apocalypse? You know, uh, last time I didn't see anything like that was in Fallout New Vegas. I don't yeah. think there's, like, anything like that in Fallout New Vegas as far as I know. Unless you mean, like, the obvious Mad Max references and, like... The uh, classic Roman LARPing shit that the uh, Caesar's Legion does on a regular basis. Mm. Yeah, you remember like uh, Fallout New Vegas? Yeah. Have you got a the fact Roman, about it? Roman things. Roman characters. Yeah, the Roman character. Yeah. Have you got a fact about it? Uh, I probably have, but I can't get it off the top of my head for something like that at the moment. Oh, God. Uh, I yeah. Know that in um, Skyrim, which you know, it's similar to Fallout, um, none of the ladders work in the game. Yeah, isn't isn't it funny that the, when you got Fallout New Vegas, you still sell like a bazillion editions of like Skyrim, mm. like you know the most lucrative like game on the Bethesda collection might be Fallout New Vegas, and like. You're all, all you're doing is like basically copying a new edition over another new edition of like Skyrim, which is like the most buggy mess you could ever fucking encounter there. Yeah. I mean, it's just sad. I don't know. Why do they keep selling like fucking Skyrim copies all over? Oh, somebody keeps buying them. 
but they do keep re-releasing it, didn't they? I think they're doing a PS5 and Xbox Series X version soon, aren't they? It's a bit weird, I don't know. They're going to probably release it even on, like, uh, the PS5 and Xbox, whatever. Mm. Like, uh, Jesus. It's the same game, literally, isn't it? Exactly. Well, I think they're a bit far away from doing the next one, really, aren't they? <coughs> I don't know. Like, we're also planning, like, a new Elder Scrolls game. What happened with that, honestly? One wonders. Yeah, one wonders what happened with that one. Honestly. I would rather see them. Yeah, I would rather see them release another fucking edition of Skyrim than, like, release the Elder Scrolls 6 thing. Or whatever it's called. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's. I don't know. Well, they're doing that Starfield next, aren't they? So. But that's going to be, like, an Xbox exclusive now. Well, yeah. Hmm. And of course, with the Microsoft acquisition of Bethesda and Zenimax, well, you know, it's uh, he kind of icky. I feel like, um, you know, like this uh, this practice called like dumping, right? In like common capitalism shit, right? Exactly. I mean, there's going to be a chance of a Fallout New Vegas too now because they bought uh, the company that made that as well, didn't they? Uh, I've forgotten their name. Yeah, also that. But what I mean by dumping is that, um. When you, like, try to acquire, like, a, a smaller company as a really big company uh, in, like, a business or whatever, you, when that other smaller company refuses to be sold out, uh, what you do is try to compete with the smaller company by reducing your prices or whatever to a point where uh, the smaller company starts getting losses. So when they got no other choice than just selling out to your company, uh, because of the amount of losses they got, what they what you do is like buying off their company, but then ri rise the prices back to the original original size or more. So you know because you know you already got that company, <laughs> and that's um a practice called dumping, which is a common term using capitalism kind of shit. And what I'm afraid with this Microsoft acquisition of like Cinemax, uh, Activision Blizzard, whatever. Is that they're gonna end up doing like that with the Game Pass shit? Yeah. Which is no. Well, I think they're acquiring it just so they can put it on their thing and they don't have to worry about having to take it off afterwards. What they're basically doing too is like spending all their money on like acquiring big brands, and I don't, I'm not sure if they're gonna end up acquiring stuff like I don't know Sony or Square Enix. I have no fucking idea about it. It's kind of scary, honestly. I don't think there's been any sort of Japanese companies for sale yet. I've not seen anyone. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, but like this constant threat of monopolizing everything—that's really scary, isn't it? It is. And like Microsoft trying to acquire every single company possible, but because Microsoft previously had like um like a bit of an exploration in terms of like um a Japanese market, which um. It, it, I think it, I remember it was this game uh, on JRPG. Uh, it was about uh, it was called Endless Sonata. I think you may be familiar with it. I guess. Uh, yes, I do. Is that that's the one about? Um, is it like Chopin? Yeah, it's Chopin. Yeah, the, the famous classical musician, which is, yeah. I mean, it's a completely bonkers kind of JRPG, which I mean, panders 
to like the JRPG genre so much, even to the point of overextending cinematics to like absurd levels. Yeah. And like, Jesus, that, that was a flop, obviously, for Microsoft in the Japanese market. Yeah, but, the Japanese are very sort of anti foreign for their consoles anyway. They have any sort of foreign. Yeah, like a lot of Japanese audiences in the American market tend to hate American shit. So, like, it's uh, it was obvious it's was gonna probably fail, obviously. But what I mean is that Microsoft was previously looking into like sort of grabbing the the Japanese market by the balls or the butts, you know? Yeah. Uh, because they won't. They just probably are focusing efforts now and trying to expand themselves so fucking much that um it literally becomes nearly a monopoly or something, right? Yeah. Because they want to sort of work in this metaverse thing. Mm. And like, you know, we were previously talking about Aloy, right? Like uh, the Horizon shit. Yeah. And like, uh, it's it's shit like, um, you know, shit like, uh, f- fuck, about having like a beard on her face, which is actually like the hair that women have on their face. Or whatever, which normal woman do have that kind of hair on their face, right? But it's not a beard. You know what I mean? No. Shit like that, really. And like, um, it, it's just really weird shit. Like, she, uh, I mean, she looks manly. Like, it's the usual shit these, like, entire gamers tend to throw around a lot about the alloy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to a point where we, we had such hyper realism where women are like so realistic they actually look like actual women and a lot of fucking um anti-woke gamers are like basically angry at that so that's the whole point of that you know yes of course yeah because i mean <laughs> why the f- why the fuck will there be a natra- like there was like this photoshop right that some uh, gamer made about Aloy, which looked like um like one of those TV hosts that you see on Telemundo or something. Yeah. And like, why the fuck would you want that? It's just unrealistic. It's just completely, utterly unrealistic at this point. You know, like we're being conditioned into like these unrealistic standards of femininity that uh, ever you love seeing Lost Ark too. Like a lot of women there. Look like fucking sex dolls. Yeah. Well, same with men as well. They're always like super muscular. Yeah, like everyone in the game in Lost Ark looks like a fucking sex doll. Yeah. Well, why do you think it's that, honestly? Exactly. I don't know. Like, the, the, it's like in League of Legends or something where, like, every. Uh, sort of character is sort of sexualized or whatever, unless it's obviously a fucking ugly monster or whatever. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know anything we don't know about League of Legends, though? No, no, I don't. I don't really look into it. To be honest, I don't really. Not, that's not my sort of cup of tea. League of Legends. Yeah, don't, I, I, I hit to remind everyone else: don't fucking touch League of Legends. Don't, don't ever fucking touch it. If you touch League of Legends, you're fucked. You're not going to be coming out of that, honestly. I tried 
because of the arcane uh, Netflix show. Because I, I mean, who, who doesn't get into League of Legends after watching Arcane uh, on Netflix, right? But Jesus, don't get into fucking League of Legends. Jesus, um, yeah. Have you got like um? I was wondering, uh, just out of curiosity, have you got like other sorts of gaming facts that you might want to show us? Like anything that you're probably putting out in videos or whatever in the future. Well, my next video is going to be about hidden video files that have been discovered in games over the years. Ooh. So, so, yeah, really weird things like uh, trailers for games that have never released and things like that. Kind of like the video for World of Warcraft or whatever, like the Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne or whatever. Yeah, a bit similar like that, yeah. That, that isn't one of them, by the way, but yes. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. It was like um, a very, very, very early trailer for like World of Warcraft where like every character looked like a mess, but like, it, it, like combat was like, um, Jesus, that, that game really uh, went through a whole lot. And I mean a whole lot, I'll be honest, a whole lot because it had its rise and its fall. You know, perfectly, the whole debacle with Activision Blizzard and all that shit, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, any evolution over there? I, I might not be aware of anything that I might be missing out on the Activision Blizzard shit. What happened there? Uh, I honestly, I can't, like I said, I'd have to look into it, really. You'd have to. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, as far as I, in, as I know, like, there was unionization efforts on, like, uh, Activation Blizzard from Activation and Blizzard employees. So, like, you know, just a reminder here for everyone listening to this to support your unionization efforts on Activation Blizzard and Ubisoft. Okay, that's that's what I'm gonna probably say about it. But yeah, like, there was a whole video on the whole history of World of Warcraft from from its inception to like um uh, its fall. From Grace, which uh, was made by a famous um, World of Warcraft YouTuber, I think. I don't remember its name, but it had like a his avatar had like a red armor kind of thing, like a sort of thing. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, it does. I don't remember either, but like it was like a uh, his persona was like a red World of Warcraft character with a red armor, whatever. It's like a human character in World of Warcraft with like um. Uh, red and yellow armor, uh, like a sort of um, it's a warrior or paladin kind of thing, right? But I don't exactly remember who, who this guy was, but uh, I remember seeing it back then and like knowing the whole history of World of Warcraft and everything. Like, I mean, wow, must be a lot. And we didn't even notice like the, the other sorts of controversies that World of Warcraft faced and everything, and even like the South Park episode of like World of Warcraft, right? You remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's being it's like way, way a lot different than World of Warcraft is right now. Like, uh, I remember playing like the last time I played World of Warcraft was like uh, in Shadowlands, and like I had like this dwarf warrior guy as a character, and like I had my chopper shit. It's he's called Noble Hassan. And like um, it, Jesus, it, like it's being toned down and like a lot of accessibility shit. 
I don't mind like easy difficulties in games where like I don't really mind it honestly. Accessibility and like um for gameplay or whatever is kind of fine for me. But I think it's more grindy. Mm, yeah. A lot of a lot of World of Warcraft lately is a lot grindy, and uh, it's especially considering that I have like a day job and whatever where. I don't have all the time in the work to sort of like grind on World of Warcraft, especially considering like nothing in World of Warcraft outside of the game itself is really valuable, honestly. Mm. Unless, um, unless you, they probably do something like in Diablo 3 previously did with the auction house, uh, real money shit or whatever, you know? Yeah. Which I mean, the two things. That must be like um, a warning sign of the game industry are the horse armor in like Oblivion yeah. and like the auction house from Diablo 3. Mm. I think, uh, how, how the fuck the auction house from, or like the horse armor happen? Exactly, yeah. No, it's just, and it doesn't even do anything either. It's just cosmetic. It doesn't even actually help your horse in the game. Yeah, but whose idea is like to sell horse armor like that? Well, somebody thought it was a good idea at the time, didn't they? So, yeah. You know, completely stupid. Everyone took the piss out of it. So. <coughs> yeah. Um, I think I gotta like um leave gaming gaming for a second and like try to talk to you about something in particular you might be familiar with. Um, I think you're one of the creators that remain on that guy with the glasses. You might remember about one. Uh, like, how's it looking? Like, you're probably the ma last man standing there. Uh, like, how's channel awesome? How's it going? Uh, I, I've not spoken to them for quite some time. They just put my stuff up there automatically now, really. So I don't huh. have any sort of involvement with them. They never they've asked me to be involved in any of their videos or anything. I'm just, I'm just there, really. So, so basically, he's re-uploading your videos on the channel awesome website. Yes. I mean, he's just uh, embedding them, really. It's not, he's not, you know. Well, yeah, embedding them, whatever, right? Yeah. And, like, basically, you had no contact with Doc Walker or whatever on, like, that regard, right? Or what's his uh, name? He, like, he the. He spoke to me once. He spoke to me once and thanked me for staying on his side, for staying with him and stuff like that. So that's about it. Yeah, because, the, like, I remember back then there was a whole controversy going on with all the. Um, that guy with the glasses creators or whatever regarding like uh the bad treatment from like um what is that the the manager of like uh that guy with the glasses or whatever yeah what happened there uh well like i said it was, that's up to them up to them to say what they've done because i never had any personal experience myself with it but it's, it's just us reporting um just him getting rid of them stuff like that really so like I said, everybody's got their own story, and that would be all day if I went through them all. Wow. Because it must be a real fucking lot. Yes. I mean, well, there was over 50 people there at one point, so it was quite a massive site. Yeah, like 50 people who were like, but had like some dirt with whoever runs that, that guy with the glasses. Not, not, everyone, not everyone had dirt with them. Somebody just, oh. A lot of them, quite a few of them left in solidarity. You know, for their friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, including people like Angry Joe, uh, Lindsay Ellis, who you might have heard about Lindsay Ellis, who recently left the internet for good because of the amount of harassment she was facing and everything. 
I, I think she left long before that. I think she left before this all brewed up, I think. Yeah, but the, she had like a little bit of a Twitter presence or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I remember that, yeah. Like, she ended up even leaving Twitter or whatever, like closing her Twitter account and everything, everything in an internet presence, like because of the amount of harassment she was facing. Uh, I think it was about her, um, saying something about the certain Disney movie with Asian characters or whatever. Oh, that's right, is it? Yes. It wasn't the, uh, Mulan film, was it, or something? I don't know, maybe Mulan or something, but she got absolutely cancelled for it or something. Mm. And I feel like uh, a lot of far-right trolls, um, did use that to their advantage to further harass her, too. So, oh, you can imagine how much shit she really got for it, honestly. Hmm. Jesus. Getting myself in that kind of girl's shoes is pretty ugly, I'll be honest. But hey, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I think I want to comment you something. Right. Oh, yeah. I think it would be like 33 minutes into the podcast. But, like, I want to sort of comment on this thing. It's about a guy on Twitter... Or who plays Elden Ring. Um, you might know about that one. And he plays basically like this. So you might watch, want to watch for yourself. And also, uh, Fungus. Um, uh, Fungus, is, she's telling me uh, she really wants to join. But uh, she st still doesn't feel physically able. Um, uh, she can't show up. And, you know, she might end up leaving in a, for an hour. Um yeah, she she has another idea to of, of another subject to talk about, but like, I mean, if you look at the footage of like the Elden Ring shit, he goes full kamikaze on that shit after whatever fights he he got successfully got through like the rest of things in Elden Ring that we probably face. He even got through the tutorial even, and like he's kamikazing the shit over, and I feel like. Does this feel like bait or not? Hmm. I can imagine. No, no, it's, it's learning about... It, look, it's... A lot of things of the bosses in Elder Ring is learning their patterns more than anything. It's old school boss fighting, that is. Yeah, like, a lot of them. It's basically, like, gameplay shit where there's a lot of, um, telegraphing their attacks and everything, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, so, I, I, I fought that boss a couple of days ago. That, that lion based... That uh, is it a lion? It's a, it's, a, it's a lion's body with a sort of gremlin's head, stuff like that. But, eh. uh, no, I, I, I mean, it killed me a couple of times. We have to learn its tactics, and it's, it is pretty basic for what it is. I mean, it, it does have a thing where it just stands still for a few seconds, but he's playing as a melee character as well, and they're a lot more difficult to fight any bosses when you're a melee character. I mean, yeah, you can... Um, but look, yeah, what, what, he, what this guy does is, like, sort of fat roll and, like... Uh, directly attack while getting himself vulnerable to further attacks, like, roll when, after he attacks, like, Jesus, it, it, like, uh, it's, I think it's pretty obvious he's trying, to, he's trying to bait for, like, attracting, like, the hardcore gamers, as they call, to, like, sort of enter the geek good discourse. Yeah, it's just, it, it just wailing on the bosses is never gonna work, because they'll just ask, ask your hand you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of the get good discourse is just basically a lot of people sort of um, 
trying to be better than everyone else and like boasting about it, like trying to like discriminate people based on like their ability to like play games because of like the whole cancelization of games or whatever. Yeah. No, and I that's. Elden Ring is considerably easier than the Dark Souls game. Yeah, like, that's the point. I feel like I played it for a bit of Elden Ring, just a tiny bit, at a friend's house. And, like, it was particularly kind of easy, you know? Like, the tutorial boss is, like, a breeze, even. Yeah. The tutorial boss is, like, a fucking doofus with, like, an armor and, like, shield that's way smaller than the tutorial boss in Dark Souls 3. Like, it, I mean, it took me like literal seconds to end that tutorial boss. I don't know about the rest of bosses yet because I didn't advance too, too much. But like, yeah, they say it's like comparatively the most accessible and like the most easy of Soulsborne games. I mean, if you want to play an easy, easy Souls game, just go and play um, Jedi Fallen Order because that's what that is. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Wait, is that? That's not from from software, is it? It's not from them. It's EA. EA's completely ripped it off. But it's oh not yeah. This game, but they've made it super easy in that. <clears throat> they don't have even invasions or whatever. No invasions, no. Oh jeez. I mean, a Star Wars game with invasions. Imagine. That'd be quite good. Having the Sith come and fuck your shit up. <laughs> the fucking <Yeah>. Sith. The <laughs> fucking Sith raping your ass. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, they're just kicking your goddamn ass. Yeah. Just, just fucking beating your ass with a with a fucking glowing stick. Mm. That's, that will be crazy. Or like, I don't know, like whatever uh, signs you can put on the floor about. Or uh, in Elden Ring, what they do a lot in Elden Ring with a message in the ground shit is they try. Is they type uh, Ford Knight, mm. uh, which. Um, I mean, not naming names particularly, but uh, yeah, imagine that shit. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's basically because there's a lot, a lot of people who are playing Elden Ring right, right now. I'll be honest. Hot new thing, yeah. It's like, yeah, like even like people who came from like playing uh, Animal Crossing or other games are basically introduced to the Soulsborne genre through Elden Ring. I mean, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's like, yeah, there's a whole difficulty debacle in Elden Ring, which, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Gamergate level shit, I'll be honest. And yeah, Fungus uh, told me I should probably ask you about um, the new generation of po Pokemon being set in Spain or Portugal. Which I, I've been noticing lately. Uh, apparently, uh, some areas in the new generation of Pokemon are based on, like, Spain, basically. Which, I mean, I know it because Madrid, like, especially the center of Madrid, is, like, um, a lot of concrete. So, they probably have, have someone investigating there. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, they, do, they do travel around and that, taking photos and things like that to... I mean, yeah, a lot of game studios tend to do that as well, I think, right? Mm. Like, uh, 
I mean, nothing new under the sun, I guess, but, you know, it's good to have, like, um, uh, uh, Spanish representation uh, in, Resident like, a video 4, game. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Except, you know, the, the Spanish uh, zombies, or whatever you might yeah. call it, um, they have, like, a Latin accent. Like a Latin American accent kind of thing, which uh, kind of sounds a bit weird kind of shit. Uh, but I guess that's also Spanish representation in the video game. Yeah. And uh, what else? Honestly, I think this must be another game that I don't really recall, which had like Spanish representation or something. Do you remember any? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Street Fighter 2 with Vega. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. Vega is like, uh, the guy with the claws, I think. Yeah, the one with the mask, yeah. Yeah, and the mask. But, I mean, he just looks like, um, like, uh, some sort of, like, um, average kind of ninja type of character or whatever. I yeah. think that, I don't, I don't know what about the, maybe it's that kind of Phantom of the Opera aesthetic about, like uh, some. Well, I think, I think he's based on a, trying to make him look like a bullfighter more than anything. That's well, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like it. But if you do, if they will actually make him look like a bullfighter, they will give him like uh, tiny swords. So like kind of like the swords you use to like stab the ball or whatever. Yeah. But and like uh. Slash at the bull instead. So. Jesus, it's horrible to see bullfighting, I'll be honest. It's uh, basically animal torture, camouflage's art. Yeah. Alright, tell me this. Ooh. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's oozy. But, yeah, Vega. Um, I think there was also, like, Samba Amigo, but that was, like, rather a little bit more a Latin American, I guess. Yeah, I'd imagine that sort of, uh, yeah, sort of, uh... Yeah, Samba Amigo also, like, had a little bit of Spanish thing over there, but, like... Also, like, Sonic 06 didn't have, like, a Spanish-looking town there, or was it, like, a more European kind of thing? Possibly. I mean, sometimes they just get an amalgamation of, sort of, Europe. Uh, they just think... It's kind of weird, because there's, like, Sonic characters alongside these human-type characters that look realistic, and, like... It's it's a weird kind of clash, honestly. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned like um that Sonic game who that got recalled on a video of yours. Oh, Why didn't you fucking recall Sonic 06 after all? I didn't make enough money from, so they didn't want to patch it. That's why. They oh yeah, of course. Like it's way easier to patch that sort of game because of like the Xbox Live or whatever kind of thing. But when you like. Got um cartridges and shit. That's way more. Ooh, that's way more darker territory. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sony and Microsoft. Well, I don't know about Microsoft, but Sony definitely charges companies to release an update patch. What? Uh, really? Like, yeah, and it's at least about five thousand dollars an update. Patch five thousand dollars to patch a game? Exactly. Yeah. So they have to pay for it. So they have to pay for update. What? Oh, Sony must be completely far up their goddamn ass, and they also charge like, uh, what, thousands of dollars to publish a game on like, uh, PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. Like a game like, uh, uh 
Black Tiger, whatever this is fucking called, that shitty game on a Black Tiger. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. And like, who the fuck pays? How much does it cost to publish a game on PlayStation 3 or 4 or whatever? Jeez, I'm like, you're basically paying thousands of dollars to get the, a Unity asset flip like that into fucking PlayStation. This Gilson B. Pontus fuck who basically publishes trash on PlayStation for some reason. I don't get how the fuck he gets these games into the PlayStation. Does he have like a relation with like um, the fucking Sony executives or whatever? It's like he's like the familiar of like um, a family member of like a Sony executive or whatever. What the fuck happens there? Yeah, exactly. You don't get any idea what happens there. Indeed. Because nobody absolutely knows who this Gilson B. Pontus is. Yeah, like, jeez, these games, he's even trying to, like, sort of, uh, quote-unquote, rip off the Dark Souls kind of thing, in some regard. Like, these games are mostly an asset flip, and there's, like, a moment in these games where you can walk on water. Who, I mean, unless it's out for ironic purposes, who in the right mind buys these? Game reviewers, perhaps? But this, uh, yeah, it might be understandable if you're a game reviewer and you're looking for PlayStation trash or whatever, but Jesus, like, it's, uh, oh, God. That stinks like diarrhea shit. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy with these fucking games. Um, might, um, Comment a little bit. I guess you may not be familiar with this, but um, there's like this whole drama with the E1M1 magazine. Um, I'll try to summarize as much as I can. But are you familiar with like um the E1M1 magazine? No. Like it's um it's a magazine dedicated to boomer shooters and retro FPS games like uh Dusk, uh and Medieval, um Iron Fury, whatever the, the whatever games there are, right? And like um the one of the owners uh I think it was, it was called Jake he got involved apparently allegedly in abuse I uh, I said it like in open quotations here allegedly because uh I don't, I'm not sure if this is true or not but uh he got allegedly involved in abuse and one um one girl by the name of Miss Laura called out on it and uh I mean I'm not surprised really I knew like a lot of these boomer shooter Doom World types so, like have something to hide, but like it's like they like to call out on the abuse they they sort of see on others, but like when they abuse me on or complicit on the abuse against me, they like go completely silent. It's just weird shit, isn't it? It is. You know, like. I mean, like, sort of like this sort of silent drama about the Doom War community and, like, the boomer shooter community for so goddamn long because of, like, you know, not only because I used to be a fucking Nazi before, right, but also, like, because they halted unrealistic, like, 
grudge about me, even though I managed to like come in good faith and everything, you know? And like the whole ordeal of it is that people like Dave Oshry, um, uh, the, all these people in the boomer shooter community, like really fucking hate my guts. And it's really hard to like network with these people when like, especially when you got bad actors trying to ruin your reputation, whatever, from whatever Kiwi farm shit there is like, <coughs> Jesus, um, but yeah, I it's not really it's not really surprising that um that maybe just maybe a lot of these people are basically reading the Kiwi Farm shit and like sort of judging my character because of that. And uh, I don't know. I guess you're not much familiar with that, like, that kind of shit, but um uh. Yeah, like, do you know any other drama in the Boomer Shooter community or whatever? No, 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 I've, I've not really part of that sort of circle, so... Like, well, I don't know, Doom, uh, Doom 2, uh... Oh, well, well, I, know, I know the games, but I don't know, I don't know the community. Yeah, um, because the community is a whole complete other thing besides the actual games. I, I, I get to mean it. Like, um, it's a whole completely different thing, I'll be honest. But yeah, um... So, uh, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a thing, really, I'll be honest. Um, I don't know, maybe, what, what are you planning to do, like, in the next, uh, following days? Like, any plans for videos or whatever, or outside of, like, the, uh, the hidden videos or whatever? Yeah, I'm gonna try and do more singular topics of the videos as well, like, the Sonic one did quite well, I think. Yeah, that, that one kind of works very well, I guess. Yeah, um, I'd like to do there some singular topics now. I think I've done some interesting topics over the years and that, and I've but I think hiding them behind top ten videos and that has sort of been a detriment to what the views they could have got. And I've proven that with things like the Driver Gate and the uh, Dynamite Ducks video. Mm -hmm. as well, because I because I done them separately before putting them in the fact hunt, and they got far more views that way. Yeah, it gives me like a bit of memories about the Driver 5 kind of thing, isn't it? Or Driver 3, yeah, Driver 3, yeah. Yeah. The Driver 3 video, um, I think as far as I recall, there was like a, a like a marketing agency posting as forum users. That's right, yes. So, like, <laughs> I mean, that's some like internet trolling leaving shit, I'll be honest. It is, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it changed directly the uh, opinion of people and that. So it's it's a bit icky, yeah. Like yeah. nowadays, you normally see this sort of stuff from like a really shitty indie developer or something from like Steam or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh god, it, it's just so weird how they do it. Exactly. I've not, I've not heard a bit since, really. I've not heard anyone doing it since. But you know, if you get caught doing it, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, another um, kind of similar. I think it's the kind of similar marketing tactics that a company like Digital Homicide will do. Honestly. Oh, okay. What, what Jim? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, you're talking the ones that went after Jim Sterling that time. Well, Jim Stephanie Sterling, but yeah, that that one. Yes. 
Like, uh, Jesus, that, that, oh, that's a whole, a whole lot to process already. Like, um, there was a lawsuit, um, some debate with Jim Stephanie Starling, and like, this, like, uh, this whole lore going on. I remember there was like a, a, a down the rabbit hole video about it, even. And like, there was a lead collab with down the rabbit hole, right? With like, uh, the game life video. Have you got any other uh, detail you might have probably forgot about game life or whatever? Uh, not really, not really. Just some stories about his personal life afterwards. He got he got married and stuff like that, but I didn't think that was relevant to talk about. Well, did he got married? He got married, yes. And uh, the other one, Dave, the one that looked like a Frankenstein, he was his best man at the wedding. So. Oh, yeah, well. Well, uh, didn't he get out in jail or whatever or something? No, that was Andrew. Andrew's the one who got married, and he's the one who got. He didn't get. He didn't get put in jail. He got. He got house arrested. He wasn't allowed to out, and he wasn't allowed to go near a computer for about a year. Or yeah, so. yeah. So the one who got married is someone else, isn't it? It's Andrew. Andrew. The main. Andrew. One the, the one with the glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but Game Live. Um, they also had like um. Some sort of like really old block shit. Like that's we're talking about what what one level shit, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, oh, I, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's general, you know, proper police stuff. It's not like you know libel stuff like that that normally gets him finished off. But no, he's you know. So but I mean, basic just of it. Um, the the main guy behind Game Life got in house arrest, and it's not has been not able to touch a computer ever since. For how much? Like, uh, he's he's still not able to touch a computer yet. Yeah, for a year, I said. What well, for a year? He wasn't allowed to go near a computer for. He wasn't allowed to go online on a computer for a year and stuff like that. Oh. Unless he got banned from the internet by the police. Yeah, for how long then? For a year. For just in one year. For a year, I believe it's a year, but yeah. And what did he do afterwards? Get married and like what else? I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't really follow him. So <laughs> I don't. Know. I, I I assume like anybody like you possibly know uh, get a little bit of it, I guess. But like, ah, nah, who cares? Yeah. Um. A lot of the lot of the people I know who are friends with him all had a big falling out over it as well. So. Yeah, well, there was like also like this friend of his who became like an esports uh kind of uh star or whatever. I don't remember his name, isn't it? Oh, uh, Jeff Mendocino. Yeah, Jeff Mendocino. Yeah. Yeah, I speak to him quite a bit. He was like uh in uh, a friend of mine anyway beforehand. So. <laughs> yeah, and he was like a, a Smash Brothers kind of thing. Yes, he's quite good. He does a uh, PR. He does PR now for a video game publisher. I can't remember which one. It's like an indie. Company. Oh, so, yeah, he's ah. doing it right for himself now. So. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the rest of the game life crowd must be re doing really great, apparently. I guess. Uh, yeah, some of them are doing quite well. I think. I mean, a lot of them sort of done, went their own way and that, and done quite well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, game life. Um, I guess how many subscribers they got now, apparently, or. Well, they've still got 600. I mean, if any new subs they were received would have been either from mine or what's his name's video. Uh, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, Freddie Knudsen. Yeah. 
but yeah, any 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 new subs that have been from our videos. Huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much a whole world of. What did you say? Six hundred or six hundred thousand? Six hundred. Six hundred. Holy shit, that, oh, that's, that was around the size of my previous YouTube channel before it got banned or something. Oh, that's a shame, but yeah, no, it was, uh, well, like I said back then, it was considered massive. I mean, that 600 subscribers enough to get my TV show on MTV, so. It's 600 subscribers and you get a TV show, that's fucking incredible. Yeah. That's the old days, yeah. Yeah, I really wish I also had my own fucking TV show or whatever, right? <laughs> we're fucking crazy like I, I probably got like what 300 subscribers or something is that enough for a fucking tv show i don't know it's, it's kind of weird like it's way different the way we measure metrics on youtube before compared to what is now because if you really want to like a big tv show you at least need like um hundreds of thousands of subscribers or something today like smiling friends right Zach Hadle and like uh, Michael Cossack, uh, Psychic Pebbles and Michael Cossack, you're yeah, right. They had like a TV show on Adult Swim. Yeah. And like, how many subscribers that like, uh, like Zach Hadle got? Like, uh, I don't remember how many, but I might look into it, I guess. Yeah. Give me a minute. Um, Psychic Pebbles, uh, hold on. I, I guess I can look into it in a minute. Uh, Psychic Pebbles, he's got like, uh, he's got like a 1.5 million subscribers, yeah, 1.5 million subscribers. I don't think it is entirely down to how many subscribers you got nowadays, I mean, PewDiePie hasn't got his own TV show. Oh, yeah. Then again, being a Nazi, you know, saying Nazi stuff. No, that, the problem with PewDiePie is that he's a Mr. Magoo of racism, which, I mean, he's pretty much associated with Nazism, yes, but, like, yeah. uh, oh, no, he, he accidentally drops the N-word every time he gets angry or whatever, so, like, he's practically yeah. the Mr. Magoo of racism. Yeah. yeah. That, the, uh, and on the like, consequence of that... Yeah, go on. I said he's one of those people who... He's not racist, he just says racist things. Yeah, like the etchy bro humor kind of shit. Yeah. And the whole consequence of that is that a lot of the other creators on YouTube had to pay the price for that. Yeah, I know. But, I, I mean... I, yeah, I did, I did that in my uh, Machinima video. He basically, his uh, antics and that got everybody screwed over and had to take a massive pay cut, everybody in the network. Yeah. Yeah, holy yeah, shit. At the end of Machinima, yeah. Yeah, he's such a fucking doofus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Machinima owes me about $4,000 still. And, like, uh, I mean. I really do at the moment. I really do it at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the point of, like, uh, Psychic Pebbles. 1.5 million subscribers. But, like, the whole point, I think uh, it's that uh, I think there's a way to present a pitch to Adult Swim or whatever. If you're, like, good at animation or whatever. And, like, you want to present, like, a pitch for a show or whatever. Uh, you get easily presented to Adult Swim at a certain point in time. I don't, I'm not sure, but how does that even work, honestly? Exactly. You don't even know either. No, I don't know either. I'm... I mean, it's like this whole process of pitching like a, an Adult Swim show, whatever. Um, but honestly, it's like if you didn't watch like smiling friends anyone who's listening to this uh well go watch it i'll be honest it's a really good show i've been enjoying it on hbo max so far 
and like it's like you know fucking random humor on steroids right it's so good it's so fucking good and like uh i think um i think this has been like a long time on the making and like please please go on hbo max and like watch the entire season one multiple times because i think we need a season two at this oh, point season two today Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, that 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 too. Yeah, and a season two, it's already on the works, and that's because of the amazing support it got. Yes, and like, uh, it's a really good show. I'll be honest. I I remember the Mister Frog bit and like uh, the Halloween episode, and like they still can release like the um, the last two episodes on HBO Max in Spain, uh, in Spanish, right? for like uh for smiling friends still i'm not aware of how is it going right now but uh i still gotta watch these uh, two last episodes in spanish i think it was like uh the frowning french one and like uh the the christmas one right the one with the devil yeah there's like even a pain elemental in the in the like uh the christmas episode the last episode of season one if, if you notice like uh one of the details on like the foreground of one of the scenes of that episode is that it's basically a pain elemental from Doom Eternal. Mm. It's kind of oh, crazy. Speaking of games set in Spain, how about uh, Blasphemous? Oh, Blasphemous! I never played that one, but I heard it's good. Yeah, it's a two D Dark Souls game, but it's yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, would you rather call that like a Metroidvania or whatever? Yes, a little bit. Yes. So yeah, it's basically like a Metroidvania game, except you know with a. Dark Souls aesthetic and like pixel art kind of thing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I heard like um, there was like a YouTuber who got involved with it, who was in, in really into game design and everything. He had a YouTube channel specifically dedicated to like game design, and he once made a tutorial for like how to map and in CS:GO or like Counter Strike, right? Yeah. Really big talented guy. I'll be honest. It's a uh, really cool shit to see that kind of shit uh, do you know like any other spanish games out there i know like maybe uh there's like a couple here that i know but that i cannot come up with out of my head or something oh maldita castilla yeah that's it yeah yeah that that one yeah i heard i, I think i i don't know if i got it well, i don't know but it's uh it's gonna be a good one too <clears throat> and like uh you know aside of the fact that resident evil 4 had like span is set in spain or whatever you know yeah. but it's not it's not like uh yeah it's not made in spain <laughs> uh i tried to like come across with the alliance of that the spanish zombies in resident evil 4 didn't really say uh it was like uh <laughs> yeah that's kind of crazy like uh I mean, with the Pokemon shit even coming out with the Spanish um thing going on, yeah. um, even though like Spain is a very fucked up country in regards of politics and everything, because I don't know if you did heard about like the burning of like the um the Sun Gate in Madrid. No, that's that's news to me. Yeah, yeah, it's all I'm saying is that it basically smells like burnt paper over there, burnt paperwork, because uh, a lot of the things that happen in Spain is in regards of politics is that uh, the right wing is so goddamn corrupt and the 
left wing, at least the liberals ones, is like so incompetent and shit that there's corruption everywhere. The socialist uh, party of Spain is, uh, has like several corruption cases. And like uh, the um, People's Party, the right wing one, has got also several corruption cases. And I'm not even getting me started on Vox or whatever, which is another right wing, extreme right wing political party. Which, I mean, they got like even funded by a bunch of like rich millionaires from like a bunch of Spanish corporations. So, like, mm. yeah, it's, it's this political scene in Spain is pretty ugly. But hey, it's got a good, good aesthetics. Well, we own the part of Spain as well, don't we? We own Gibraltar. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, a lot of these Spaniard monarchy people are so, so, so goddamn sort of, sort of, like, regretful of, like, Gibraltar and everything. Hmm. What about that? Exactly, yeah. Do you feel proud of owning Gibraltar? I don't see the point of owning it, really. I mean, it's just because a load of expats are there and just stop yeah. keeping it there. Just like, like also, like, um, Falklands. The Falklands as well. yeah, the Gibbons and everything, right? Like, yeah, the uh, the Jersey Island as well. That's, that's technically French. Yeah, I mean, it's like, basically what people got from colonialism, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, good old colonialism. The, and the yeah, ugly yeah. shit that comes out of it. Yeah. The British are absolute bastards. The Chinese, the Chinese Navy, uh, the Ch China uh, wouldn't allow us to uh, move opium through their waters. So we just went and destroyed their entire Navy until they said, yeah, go on then. So, yeah. Horrible way. Well, you're not alone. The Spaniards, uh, us Spaniards have a history of like colonizing South America and, uh, Mayan and Incan territories to the point of genociding everyone and like yeah. bringing smallpox to everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're equal, in equal grounds of, uh, colonizer, um, ugly shit. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty usual. That's pretty useful. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, be sure to check JMA.TV. Uh, Larry, uh, might you, would you want to plug your YouTube channel, or whatever? No. Obviously, everybody knows yeah, your yeah, YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, it's uh, it's YouTube.com/slash/Larry. Uh, YouTube so. Guru Larry, you mean? No, just Larry. YouTube. Larry. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Don't remember. I managed to. Um... In the early days of YouTube, you could get a vanity address, and it belonged to some guy who got banned. So I snapped it. Oh right. Uh, even though there's lots more, more, more subscribed Larrys on YouTube, I got the best, I got the best <laughs> dibs. So. You even got Larry clones on Gmod. Yes. Oh god, I got people pretending to be me on sort of face, um, Instagram and TikTok and that, which is annoying. Yeah, that's kind of annoying too. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell them people they're pretending to be me. They don't bloody do anything. Uh, that's even more annoying. So I've got loads of people saying, why don't you post out any videos? I said, I do. You just subscribe to somebody pretending to be me. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, that really sounds shitty anyway. It is. It's even more annoying that they don't do anything about it. Yeah, it's something completely out of control. Yeah, can you prove who you are or anything? No, no, just completely ignore it. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and I'll see you next time. See ya. Goodbye. Uh, uh, turn it off. Turn it off.